0: it's a struggle cast history extra stay tuned this week we're going to talk about cyborg cats whale spies crafty little clever ravens possibly some basketball playing raccoons and piano playing chickens hang out and we'll get to it and this is really true history okay this week we're going to talk about an actual cia program um, that took place in hot springs arkansas which is in an interesting little place in its own right and we'll we'll get that in some other podcasts possibly um really interesting area rich in kinds of Odd history, I could say, that's not exactly mainstream, and this is one of those stories. There was a roadside attraction in Hot Springs; uh, it was a, quite a popular tourist destination called the IQ, IQ Zoo. Um, it was a great. It was marketed as a great place for kids. They would take um, school tours there and field trips there, uh, particularly in the '60s, '70s, and even through the '80s. And that's just a little tease and how that marries up with B.F. Skinner, um, considered uh, the father of behaviorism, um, and two of his pupils um, that uh, he mentored and their research. So let's get into a little bit of that. Um, Two people, Marion and Keller uh, Brayland, um, eventually married. Um, while they were and they were students working for Skinner in the 30s and 40s, and they helped create a program called the Pigeon and a Pelican Project, which was literally teaching pigeons. Uh, you got to understand that this predates laser technology and guided missile programs. They were teaching the pigeons how to direct the airstrikes from bombs, and it was quite successful actually. And so that went on, and that was a good foundation in what the, the beginnings of conditioning of animal behavior through positive reinforcement so fast forward into the 1955 the Braylands started the IQ Zoo in Hot Springs and it literally was an attraction where you would have um, chickens that walked tight ropes or played basketball Um, they sold souvenirs they had uh, raccoons that played basketball and animals that would dance to music and Uh, rabbits that would kiss girlfriends and they would ride on fire trucks. I mean, it's just insane. And I guess the easiest way for people maybe to put this into perspective would be, um, the television show flipper. Um, and if you're old enough to remember, and if you're not, you can Google it. It was a popular television program in America. Um, that was basically the basis was that these people that lived kind of on the Gulf, um, and a boy had developed a relationship with a pet. I would say, kind of a pet dolphin. His pet dolphin named Flipper, and the two of them would almost like think about an aquatic lassie. He would do. They would do things together, et cetera. Anyway, that show was inspired uh, by a declassified report where it explained that we had been doing this with animals for quite a while. Now, a little history. Mankind has been using animals in warfare since at least the Greeks, um, and probably way before that, especially in the regards to communication, subterfuge, espionage, all that good stuff, um, which entered the CIA, right? So the Braylands had had quite a bit of success working with Skinner to train these animals, and they'd moved on to this roadside attraction. Now the government was still, just because the war was over, the idea of, you know, two things came out of that program with the pigeons. Not only was it a very effective means of putting things on target that weren't relying on technology, it also inspired the newer generation, especially Cold War activity within intelligence agencies. And anyone that lived through that remembers, you know, um, I, I lived through the tail ends in the late 70s and through the 80s, and it was just bonkers in the 50s and 60s especially the people that lived in that time but that there was such a heightened tension that any advantage was looking to be used enter the animals so i speak about flipper because they were actually using these conditioning programs you know on the surface hey come and look at these you know there's a pig that's going to take money to a piggy bank and the raccoon is fixing to dance a tango or whatever and you were actively it's kind of strange because if you went as a viewer, I can only imagine in a behaviorist world where your your presence just being there is taking place and part of the conditioning. So you're an unwilling participant in an experimental experimental study weaponizing animals. It's it's pretty it's pretty insane. Anyway, so now I'm fifty-five they had started this and i only give you the flipper story to kind of see how they did have some far-reaching impacts and by the way the braylands in real time in pop culture and you can go check this out on the internet they made a bunch of money there was a company called abe that uh, was a commercial venture um, where they were using animals and this makes sense to a degree but marketing then was crazy so like say in the 50s you would have general mills or perina trying to promote like an animal uh product like you know cow feed so if they could have like a a pig that appeared it was talking or doing some kind of shtick that would help in their marketing so they were using that in the corporate sense too which again we can get into the discussion some other time about the role that intelligence agencies and and their um partnership in corporate america at that time and probably through to the modern day probably should be explored at some level but anyway we're on to the iq zoo in 2019 some norwegian fishermen uh, right off their coast there in norway noticed some odd behavior a beluga whale had surfaced and was exhibiting some pretty odd behavior Um, and, and again these are fishermen they're used to those waters but these Uh, beluga whale kept coming around them like it wanted to interact and eventually came up to the the side on the hull of the boat and they took some pictures and because they noticed something's weird there's like a harness strap to this whale that had some kind of electronic device on it and you can all see the pictures if you want to google it's 2019 um there's about i mean there's an endless number of articles that were written on it in several news stories. I think, you know, it was more of those like in the world of crazy news type situations where nobody ever really had to think about, oh, the Russians are probably using whales, you know, as a, especially in that part of the world, it's a NATO world where, you know, it would be good intelligence to know where things are, if that's possible. And it's probably mind boggling to realize that animals are really good at doing those things. We, from what I understand, still use a lot of these animal behavior programs, um, not just in the canine world, which is the obvious um, application, but also, you know, uh, sonar detection, sub-detection, things like that. In theory, I'm going to say allegedly, that would just cover my bases, um, I don't think I've fallen out of favor as far as funding, etc., which leads us to that's so that was 2019 and these programs are still going well like i said that leads back to flipper who leads back to the declassification in 73 or 76 i believe um i think it was early 70s late 60s that led to the flipper program and just the idea of being able to train it was quite a fad for a while so fast forward so the Braylands now Um, are in hot springs they've got the iq zoo going there's all kinds of um, exhibits so they were getting better at stagecraft and production well mr braylon um excuse me um keller um had passed and eventually marion um married uh for robert bailey um who also moved down there and Bailey had and Marion both. I mean, their history is pretty interesting. Um, they had applied operant conditioning to 100 and over 150 species of animal, um, and had a client list um, when they were working for Abe um, Disneyland. I mean, okay, we'll just say major theme parks. Um, aquariums, oceanariums, several large corporations under the heading of advertising, which would have probably been grain hardware, larger ticket item things at that point. And of course, a huge amount of money from the United States military, <clears throat> CIA. well, and it's not even alleged that's all been declassified as CIA programs. So, in 1965, they published an article um, called The Misbehavior of Organisms. And that gave him some acclaim. And when he and Marion got together, they kept doing, basically, they were already so well-versed in in this, um, you know, applied operant conditioning, and it just went to the next level um, once she married uh, Robert, Bob Bailey. So they continued, and the stagecraft and the attraction itself within IQ Zoo and Hot Springs did better. Now, the interesting part, this is the height of the Cold War. And everyone's trying to get an advantage. So, the U.S. government, and likely, possibly still is, to a degree, it just depends. We were taking, uh, particularly pigeons and ravens, for quite a while. Um, Ravens have an amazing aptitude and intelligence so we were wiring them with mics and basically teaching them conditioning them on what to do so uh bob bailey and Marion they opened there's like a 276 acres if i recall correctly ranch a piece of property they brought outside of hot springs where their history of stagecraft and conditioning kind of meets the CIA they built these elaborate mock-ups including like the Watergate Hotel etc in this behaviorism so you can teach like ravens pigeons etc other apparently other at least 150 other species in theory like go to this window not this window or four windows in from the corner because they were using these exact mock-ups and you would have to assume that there would be other priority targets built there as well like Um, I'm just making this up. I'm saying in theory, if I were doing this, you would have like a mock-up of say uh, the Moscow embassy or um, the, the Soviet embassy in DC or, you know, and so what they would do, they could, the birds could figure out where to go and could even be once they're there, even more trained to say to specific objects or to, differentiate between the big desk the small desk with which objects on it and retrieve um, a lot of them were miked so you would have pigeons that were trained to go to a certain place and just sit there as pigeons which leads us to a tw- at least a 20 million dollar investment which gets us to our cyborg um, part of the program which is called acoustic kitty and <clears throat> excuse me this was a program acoustic kitty um, at this time was set up by them on development with the CIA and, uh, the IQ zoo people, which would at this point be the Bailey's, um, anyway. So now we're into this whole smoke and mirrors, cold war. Everybody's trying to, you know, get an advantage in the, um, the animal world, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's crazy. It's it's almost like uh, the the dog whisperer meets James Bond or something. You know what I mean? Where the some of our best subterfuge and espionage was actually done by animals. Um, so we were actually where it relates to the IQ. This is where they were training a lot of the animals and the methods in which were actually employed in the theater of espionage um and worldwide and it's amazing i mean it was a very coordinated program like i say the acoustic kitty program alone was a 20 million dollar investment minimum i mean a a lot of those funds are probably you know kind of hard to find and quantify especially at this late date Um, even though most of it's been declassified but usually a lot of the financials do not uh come out necessarily so at Acoustic Kennedy, what they had decided to do is they were going to take these cats that had also been uh, trained and conditioned, but they implanted little microphones, um, I think it was at the base of their ears, which ran to a control box that was kind of opposite their rib cage, and then down their back of their spine through their tail ending in the antenna that would be like the whip on their tail, with a transmitter um, in that same location around the ribs. And the thing about the little control box, they could send an electrical impulse. So they could literally control its movement left, right, forward, back, and obviously listen and record. And was to be implemented, particularly in Russia, because apparently there's some a lot of cats, but the cats could move in and out. And supposedly, and this is the, you know, I have no reason to doubt, but allegedly, according to the the intelligence agencies, that it was only used functionally once, um, before being run over by a taxi cab, unfortunately, and killed, uh, the poor creature, uh, probably had already suffered enough. Um, so that was kind of the first cyborg that I know of, um, at least on any functional level. And there's no reason to believe that any of these programs really kind of died off, because um, they did continue to go on with, um, the ravens and the pigeons and had quite a bit of success doing so. So that's the crazy story of how a roadside attraction that literally trained raccoons, pigs, chickens, um, 150 different species to do these amazing acts that would mystify and make the hearts of us young children. So gleeful. I mean, it's awesome to see animals do these things. Um, and I guess the joke was on us at the time we were so innocent, never thought that if you can teach a raccoon to play basketball, could, could you not teach him to do these other, um, functions and hopefully they wouldn't be nefarious. But in this case, um, there were animals literally used for intelligence and subterfuge. Um, and that's, how the father of behaviorism the iq zoo roadside attraction the cia and big business um had some fairly i guess it would be really good successes for the marketing at least i mean i don't think there was ever any backlash on that and at the same time the world was decrying animal abuses Uh, the soviets had shot a dog into space um we were here creating cyborg cats and eavesdropping birds and that's the cia in hot springs and if you enjoyed this one click on another one um, we've got quite a few up there so take a listen help get through your day we'll try to knock out 20 or 30 minutes that you don't have to listen to your boss put in your headphones